welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Sports and More podcast with me, your host, Eddie Morelos. And we are back and recording once again. Man, we're moving fast and furious. And uh, back here in Las Cruces, New Mexico, it's a cold one. It was already like 40 degrees when I just got home about five minutes ago from uh, the good old YMCA. And... Uh, Got back in from El Paso, back over here to Doniana, and we're recording once again already. Uh, just had a great recording with uh, Coach CJ Livingston out of Phoenix, Arizona. Coaches Deer Valley High School in his JV squad at 13 and 0, uh, while the varsity squad continues to play well. And uh, uh, but we're gonna talk more basketball with the gentleman I got on with us, and uh, he's he's got the the scoop for El Paso uh, basketball. Uh, so we will definitely go ahead and hear from my, my, my buddy. I bring him on to help out every year at the Sun Bowl. He helps out with CBS and, and is a part of their crew on game day. Mr. Christian Molinar, welcome. What's up, man? Hey, thanks for having me on, Eddie. It's a, it's a pleasure to be on this podcast with you. Hey, dude, I know you're a, a loyal listener, and I know you're a sports fanatic, and I know you love El Paso, so why not bring you aboard, bro? Why not? It just makes too much sense, doesn't it? <laughs> hey, things that make sense, let me tell you. Never mind, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> hey, Christian, so uh, how's, how was your your, uh, your your holiday break? I mean, I know you helped, uh, helped that Sun Bowl Association. Uh, what was that like? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I thank you every time. So, you know, thank you for always, you know, considering me. But the Sun Bowl, you know, working with CBS is always interesting just to see how everything works. And more, you know, just hearing the stories uh, of other events they do, the Super Bowl, you know, PGA, uh, waste management, things of that nature, that the the events they do and hearing those stories and being in the same room with those people, it's an experience like no other. And to create those relationships and, you know, be involved with the sideline, the press box, you know, the trailers behind it, it's always a a fun uh, experience that... I still can't believe, you know, we get paid to be there for, for what it is, but um, I enjoy it uh, so much, you know, being able to see Brad Nessler and Gary Danielson, you know, come in, um, you know, in, the, in these, you know, big old rentals and the, and the police escorts and being around them, you know, and just soaking it all in. It, it's a, definitely a fun experience in the holiday break. Uh, we didn't stop. Uh, you know, we covered basketball we covered the football all-star game that we jumped right into the cbs so i mean there really wasn't too much of a break but i enjoy uh what we do so i'm okay with not taking a break hey right i mean i i didn't take a break very much at all from uh from october all the way till january 1 and uh you know hey we gotta do what we gotta do and we gotta you know put on a a uh, great show for the city of El Paso and all the people, and we gotta treat our visitors right. And you help us doing, uh, you know, by by uh, volunteering and working for us. You help us to do that, and you know, I, I hire pretty much the same people year after year because they're they're the people that I know will get the job done. And you're one of those people. And and thank you once again. I'm glad you. Would just, how cool is it to see? Like I know I don't freak out anymore but i just think it's like the coolest thing i did freak out the first time not gonna lie uh gary danielson brad nestler see them up up close and personal shake their hand i you know as journalists as as sports journalists and uh sports broadcasters i mean i know i i love it every time (laughs) you know the last year was the first year um that i was able to you know kind of jump on with cbs and like that time yeah i was a little starstruck just because of you see these guys covering SEC football 
throughout the year and they covered the big games. And then more importantly, Brad Messler was the voice of NCAA football, uh, the video game of my childhood growing up. Right. And to kind of see him uh, for what he was as, as I grew up is kind of mesmerizing at first. Uh, I think this time around, I was a little more calm and collected uh, just because of the interaction. Funny story is that, you know, the seats that they sit on at the top of the press box, believe it or not, they forgot those. They forgot those those seats. So one of the objectives was to go find the same kind of seats that they use all year round. Wow. So I, and know, were I they spent, like, were they kind of like director's seats or something? Yeah, they're kind of like like they're like they're adjustable, but they're kind of bar height. They like the back support. You know, there was a whole oh, wow. criteria. So I spent a good chunk on on Wednesday just going all over the city to find them. I actually did find them, put them together, and it was just funny seeing them like try it out and say, "Hey, I like these these." Uh, <laughs> that's new the, that's you something know, the, that the people don't ever see, you know, when they're watching the the, the broadcast. You know what I mean? Those kind of things like that. So, you know, it was kind of funny, but it was kind of cool at the same time to have the nod of approval. And instead of returning the seats, um, they actually just packed them up and kept them. So, I mean, I guess I did an okay job. There you go, man. <laughs> there you go. I'm sure they'll I'm sure they'll want you back. I know they will. So, uh, that's super cool, man. Yeah, I love it every time I get to uh, shake their hand. Uh, and this year, it was, it was really neat because when I went up to go uh, chit-chat with them really quick before the game, check in and all that good stuff. Uh, we were there and I went, shook their hands, said hello, welcome back to El Paso. And then all of a sudden there was a, um, not really a fight, but a little, you know, a little, little scrum right before the game, uh, before the game in the pregame. And oh my God, to see them get excited for something like that, it was, it was just awesome to, to witness and be a part of right there. And, and uh, you know, they talked about it in the broadcast and I rewatched the broadcast and I was like, wow, that's cool, man. I was right there while they were, you know, taking all that in. So. Great stuff, man. Great stuff. Christian, tell me a little bit about more about yourself. You grew up in El Paso. Did you grow up in El Paso? Yeah, I grew up, grew up in El Paso, born and raised, been here my entire uh, life. Uh, you know, played a little football, played a little basketball, did some track, too. Um, so that's kind of why I wanted. I did journalism in high school, did some in college as a, you know, as a minor. Uh, so that's kind of like, you know, it blended in and. Um, sort of that's how it became to what I do uh, freelancing and you know with with EP Sports Network uh, you know for you know at the time year round that's what we do and so I enjoy it um, I enjoy bringing those stories to people and doing play-by-play -play and things of that nature it's been a fun journey uh, I can't say enough about how much I love doing it uh, you know, it's kind of cool, you know, playing uh, high school with the Jones brothers, watching him play for the Packers now uh, and, and being able to do a show at his uh, sports bar uh, during the football season every Wednesday. Kind of like a full circle moment uh, that it's all been blended into one. Uh, and I've enjoyed it. I, I've enjoyed it. I, I, I look forward to keep doing it more and more. I know that you saw a couple of the articles that I put out recently. I'm excited to put another one out this week. Mm -hmm. uh, just. Uh, you know, let the let the the thoughts flow, if you will. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Most definitely, man. And uh, you you get to work uh, alongside uh, Hall of Fame coach uh, Tony Grijalva. What's what's that like? I mean, you, I mean, you love sports. You talked about just right now playing football a little bit. Playing the, you played against the Joneses. 
No, no, no. We, I played with him at, at Burgess High Holy School. Holy cow, you played with Aaron Jones. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait a minute, ladies and gentlemen, we got a former teammate of Green Bay Packer, Aaron Jones, <laughs> representing the 915. Now he uh, now he gets to broadcast games with the Hall of Fame coach, Tony Grijalva. Talk about that. You know, it, it's uh, sort of at, at first I couldn't, you know, when he first got inducted, I thought it was a little over, long overdue. Uh, but coach is so... Uh, in tune he's so smart uh, when it comes to you know being a, a commentator and he makes the job very easy uh, for me and, and you know you hear some of the stories that he tells and you know a lot of the coaches too they look up to him I think a lot of these coaches that are still active in El Paso reach out to him on a constant basis for advice and for uh, you know what they should do in certain scenarios so you know those guys show him a lot of love so you kind of absorb whose uh, presence you're in at that moment when everybody knows who he is and everybody seeks out a hug from him and seeks out advice from him you know uh, you're with somebody that's has really high praise in the football world. And so it makes it easy when we're talking football just to kind of throw a thought and, and sort of bounce it off of him and just let him run with it. And it just becomes a conversation. It almost feels like it's two guys on the couch watching football. And, and it's just so easy. You don't have to really do much with him. Oh, yeah. He's a, and he's just a, a, such a – I mean, it's so easy to talk to him. You know what I mean? He's very approachable. You know, and, and that's so awesome that you get to work with, with someone like him. And of course, uh, you know, the monster, Medina. His monster Medina is the one who started this whole thing. And, and I guess he's the one that brought you aboard. And uh, your newest write-up, The Bus Stop, New Faces, High Expectations, The Quest for Glory in High School Football. Uh, I read that. Uh, I read that was it yesterday. Was it yesterday? Like very soon, very recently. Anyways, uh, I I hope people will go to epsportsnetwork.com, uh, check out check out the new write up by that Christian uh, had posted. Uh, the the series is called the Bus Stop. How how did that come about? So back in uh, in high school, I used to wear. I'm a big time Steeler fan. Always will be. Uh, I you know my favorite player was Jerome Bettis at that time. You can kind of date, you know, when I was in middle school and high school, that was kind of like he was the, the running back for the Steelers. And I'd always wear his jersey uh, during recess. And, uh, you know, I would always want to be a running back. I mean, obviously, if you know, if you've seen me, you know, I'm not a running back. I'm, I'm <laughs> a, you know, but I, I wanted to, you know, implement what he was doing. And so that kind of snuck around in middle school. We had the the formation near the goal line where I'd run up at fullback and little fullback dive into the end zone. And so, you know, they started calling me the bus just like they do with him. Yeah. Uh, and that stuck throughout high school. Um, and then coach Pry, who's the head coach at Coronado used to, uh, he used to be the lineman coach at Burgess and he sort of would switch it. He would kind of, you know, say it in Spanish. He would say La Ruta, El Autobus. He would kind of switch it around. <laughs> awesome so at like for a couple of years nobody knew that that was my nickname i wanted to get away from it after high school mm -hmm. but of course coach pry kind of was emerging um at, at pebble hills as an offense assistant and when i saw him he was like hey what's up in lotto boost 
and you know Mondo, <laughs> Mondo kind of heard it and he looked at me and he was like this is like what is going on with this name and so the whole story kind of got told so Mondo decided to stick it you know with the coverage that we do and I've been all right rolling with it so you know when we're when I was writing this up I said we're just gonna call this the bus stop to make it real easy yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's been sticking well ever since you know it's funny because you know, behind closed doors, some coaches will just call me that. And I'm like, look what you've done. Like, they don't even know my name anymore. They just know me by the nickname. So el, it's... El autobús. Yeah. <laughs> that's so awesome. It's, it is what it is, you know? Yeah, that's so cool, man. <laughs> hey, well, we used to run... We used to, have, we used to call a play, and it was for a buddy of mine. And he was my center. I was the quarterback. He was the center. And then, you know, get to goal line and... Uh, he would always we ran it maybe just twice throughout our whole time <laughs> but we would call it the Shamu Splash <laughs> he would dive he would get the ball and dive over like you know like you see on the on the movie Free Willy you know and the, you think of it like that so <laughs> at least <laughs> at least they didn't call the, the Shamu Splash for you so. no I think I'll, I think I'll live with, with my name over there there, there you go man there you go so um, how long have you been with the EP Sports Network two or three years already right it, it, this is year I believe we're going to year three um, that it's been established I've been with it since the very beginning yep. uh I want to date back a few more years, kind of like six years when Mondo first reached out, yeah. went under a different company at the time. And so this is uh, six years I've been working with Mondo, uh, three years under the EP Sports Network uh, name. And uh, it's been fun. We keep growing. I think we're going to start doing some bigger and better things. It seems like every, not every year, but almost every other month, we're doing something that we haven't been doing. So it's been fun to watch it grow well i mean they started with uh really no sponsorships and now they're getting sponsors such as um uh shredskins and that they just came out on a bit on a big show um the the gentleman who who owns that company was a was a former utip miner and now he, he's got Shredskins, and it's if for for those who who don't know what it is, it's basically a sauna suit, uh, uh, um, but it's I want to say it's uh, biodegradable, if I'm not mistaken. And and the uh, former UTIP miner um, has that company. But you were talking about things that you you know new things. I think uh, how do I how do I want to put it? Just you know, uh, it's just you guys are bringing new stuff to the table. For example. You guys have connected with, uh, I believe this is the Socorro Independent School District to uh, broadcast, sheesh, a lot of their games over at the SAC and, and over in the Socorro Independent School District. But all, along with that, you guys have done some volleyball. Yeah, I know that. And then now, of course, uh, basketball. You guys are doing basketball. Uh, right. Talk about those broadcasts and how they've grown, because I know they've grown. I just talked to Mondo about it recently. And he says it's just starting to come together the way he's, he's envisioned it. Yeah, the vision was pitched, you know, three years ago. Um, you know, it was a no-brainer. I was already working with him. But, you know, the play-by-play -play over the Internet, you know, not visually, but, you know, kind of like a radio broadcast was always there. But the, the goal was always to broadcast, you know, video. That was always the thing. And the graphics and, and all the things that, that are being done. 
uh, behind the scenes have really made it easy, made it look so good, you know, that we paired up with Dave Campbell, uh, Texas football to broadcast during the playoffs. That's that huge. Kind of, That's humongous. Yeah. Humongous. Yeah, it was, it was, you know, I think it was the first time anybody from El Paso had gotten reached out by Dave Campbell. And so, you know, the crew would, would hop on the road, take four-hour trips up and back almost every weekend uh, that an El Paso team was alive. And so it's just continuing to grow. We're, you know, I was talking to Mondo just before I got on the phone with you, and we're going to implement some stuff this week, too, uh, that's new to the basketball broadcast. I think next year, too, there's going to be some bigger things going on, and um, SISD has been, you know, they've been there from the very jump and they, they're very excited. And I think the other districts, you know, we've gone to different districts in volleyball and in basketball. And I think everybody's starting to see the vision clearly, too. And, and everybody's excited. And, you know, with volleyball and basketball, they don't get the kind of coverage that football does in Texas. And I think they, they've been well received and they, they get excited to see us there with the, all the equipment and getting ready to set up. Because it's attention that they haven't gotten before. And so to kind of see where it's growing and going, it's exciting for sure. I mean, here's something that's very unique. For example, you guys covered the 2023 Bowie uh, Wrestling Invitational. I mean, think about that. You, there was an other, there was not, not that I know of at least, and I look at the news stations a lot. No other news station covered any wrestling. And, right. I mean, to me, again, very unique, reaching a different audience, covering different sports. And, and of course, you know, you guys got just great graphics as you guys have a great graphic designer, of course. And, and you know, just everything that you guys are doing is, is new, is fresh. And, and it's so cool to see this thing continue to grow. I know Mondo, I know Mondo, you know, I know where he wants to go and, and I see him working very hard at it. And he's got a great group of people all around him, including yourself, Christian. Um, but, you know, just congratulations to all you guys and what you guys are doing. Yeah, I appreciate that. You know, there's a good team um, that's there. You know, it's a, it's the other three guys in the room that are, you know, make the product well. I'm just happy to kind of tag along and implement, you know, the voice of, you know, being able to cover the games, but the masterminds. Uh, that are behind the scenes have done a tremendous job and uh, bringing it all to life. Uh, and you know, it's it, you know, there's more than four of us, right? It's just that those are the four guys that are constantly around, but we have other people on the outside that come in and out, and they do a tremendous job. When when everybody's involved, the product looks really good. Um, you know, there's I would say there's probably like ten of us in total. Uh, like in those other six, maybe rotate throughout, you know, the football season. And um, there's more at times than that, too. And it's just great to kind of see everybody kind of come together for the vision. And I would just expect uh, going into year three and year four, the growth will be much more substantial just because we're familiar with what's going on. We're getting used to everything and everything is just becoming easier for, the, for those guys uh, to implement more, more things. So it, it's definitely been. Uh, a fun journey up until this point yeah oh yeah most definitely you guys are awesome man good stuff so uh let, why don't you give us an update of what's going on um in, in the city of el paso as far as basketball goes when, when's you guys' next broadcast first of all the next broadcast will be tomorrow at Canadio. We have Burgess Canadio on tap, and then uh, we're hoping to get to Emmanuel Christian on Friday. Um, you know, basketball is it's pretty deep. 
Uh, we're starting to see some teams pull away here in the city. Um, you know, we have four teams that are currently ranked in the state of Texas in different divisions. Chapin on the boys' side is ranked. Chapin on the girls' side is ranked. Uh, Thorneo is ranked. And I believe Harmony is ranked. I don't want to get that wrong, but I know that there's four teams wow. that, that are currently ranked uh, statewide. And it's, it's impressive to see how deep uh, the polling is right now. And it is Harmony. Just check that. They're, they're coming in at 25. Thorneo's coming in at 20. And then both Chapins are at 23 in their respective divisions. Thorneo would be 3A, Harmony 4A, and then Chapin are both at 5A. Um, and so each division except for 6A has some sort of team that's ranked statewide. And I just think basketball, Eddie, to be honest with you, is getting deeper and deeper here in the Sun City. Yeah. I've seen a lot of sophomores. Uh, you know, play on varsity. I'm seeing a lot of juniors that are going to come back next year. Um, some teams on the front, you know, I've seen some of the freshman teams. They got some kids that can just absolutely ball. Um, you know, Chapin on both sides, they might win districts. So, you know, you see one school take away all trophies. You're going to probably see Franklin possibly by next week on both sides secure the district title in 6A on, on boys and girls. Um, and then you'll probably see Harmony and Thorneo take, you know, three and four. So those are those teams that are, you know, going to be the district title teams. But then you look beyond that and Burgess, that's right behind Chapin and the girls' side. They're really, really talented. If not, you could rotate those three teams on the girls' side. Franklin, Burgess, and Chapin, those three teams could alternate on who's wow. the top two. You know, Chapin and Franklin, they split their meetings one and one. Uh, Burgess, I don't think, played uh, Franklin, but they lost to Chapin twice, but closely, I might add. So, you know, it's it's tough. It's deeper uh, now than I think that it's ever been. It's going to take this, you know, collective effort from 10 guys or 10 girls to really ink out a district title. Franklin's going to be the champ on the boys' side, but they beat the second team place team by only two points. And they got to play them again next week to kind of secure it. So that kind of tells you. And what's interesting is if you look at 5A um, in, in the second division, every team is above 500. No wow. team in 2A has a losing record. You look at 5A in the first division, there's about everybody that's in that division is still fighting for a playoff spot. Then you look at 6A with the boys and the girls, nobody's really determined their playoff season just yet until next week. And next week's the last week for for the girls. Holy cow, the season's flying by, isn't it? It's flying by, and, and we don't have a clear picture on who's going where yeah. just because of how deep it is. Yeah. You know what What really surprises me um, is how, how Chapin has uh, still has a great team after losing uh, one of the best players in in the state of Texas, in the, probably the southwest region of the country, um, and, and they're still a top team in, in the city and, and one of the ranked teams in the state of Texas. You know, arguably he's a top 100 player in the country, KJ Lewis. Um, and, you know, everybody thought Chapin was going to take a, a downward spiral on both boys and girls this year. They thought it was going to be rough for them. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, 
to give a shout out to Coach Rodney Lewis. He's a heck of a coach. Chapin has some some deep talent. They have some, like I said, they have a sophomore who's out here doing windmill dunks, and I've seen him play. And he is just a vertical player who can dunk. And Lavert, he's just a really good kid at, at sophomore level. Um, playing like a senior so I think they kind of took that personal Eddie to be honest with you everybody kind of wrote cheaping off after they lost KJ Lewis I think Rodney Lewis how good of a coach he is he took some personal uh he, he kind of took that personal and some of the kids did too and, and they're shining well and everybody thought on the girls side they were going to have a down year too and I think coach Eric Weaver over there took that personal as well they, those two coaches they're very supportive of each other, and I think they, they formulated a plan to have their basketball programs as good as they, they do year in and year out, despite what they lost in the offseason, and you have to tip your cap to them. And, and you know, Christian, uh, this is just as a an outsider who just listens to various uh, talk shows, whether it be on the radio, TV, uh, read stuff on Twitter. It seems like the excitement... In, in the whole city of El Paso kind of, I don't even want to say the excitement went down. It was just kind of like a little deflating moment when, when he moved over to, to the Dallas area. Yeah, I, I think with reason, because you look at how good Chapin is now, they're ranked in the top 25. Add KJ Lewis back to the formula, and they're probably a top 10 team. And they're a team that's, you know, looking at state. And they can very well do that even without him right now, but I think everybody kind of looked at KJ Lewis was the key to bringing a state title, you know, back to El Paso, something that hasn't been done before in, you know, in some, in recent years. And uh, we flirted with the Final Four before, we flirted with the Elite Eight before, but KJ Lewis, like I said, he's a top 100 player in his class in the country and you add him to what Chapin's doing now and they possibly bring back a state title so it's within good reason that we all kind of felt a deflating moment when he left oh yeah I mean I know I, I was buying into all the excitement when he was around and you know the the, the people that were following him and the news the news media that was, the attention he was getting and, you know, it was just exciting. It was just exciting. And that's all to me. It really was super cool for the whole city. And, and but we move on. And, and like I said, shout out to the coach uh, for, for pulling this team together and, and having him do what he's going to do. And we'll keep on following. Uh, you know, everybody can follow along and and uh, and get the updates. Uh, maybe even watch some games and, and watch some broadcasts uh, with Christian and and his broadcast team, whether it's Coach uh, Grijalva or, or someone else, go to epsportsnetwork.com. Again, that's epsportsnetwork.com, and you'll see all the links there. And I'm actually going to watch a past uh, a podcast that you guys have there uh, talking about the Sun Bowl because I, I didn't watch that podcast yet and see what you guys got to say about the Sun Bowl. Oh, a lot of different links there on epsportsnetwork.com, so you can go and check out Christian's stuff. And uh, Christian, thanks again, man. I really appreciate this, man. I really do. No. I appreciate everything you've done for me up until this point. So um, it was an honor to be on this podcast with you, and I look forward to doing it again sometime. Yeah, definitely, man. Today is uh, January the 23rd. Today in sports history in 1959, the ninth NBA All-Star Game was played in Olympia Stadium in Detroit, Michigan, where the West beat the East 124-108. to The MVPs of the game were Algin Baylor of the Minneapolis Lakers and forward Bob Pettit of the St. Louis Hawks. 
Uh, so they were the first co-winners of the MVP award. That was in 1959 on this day in sports history. And since we were talking basketball, one more little tidbit here. In 1965, uh, the Boston Celtics uh, center Bill Russell misses all 14 shots that he took in a 100, uh, 104 to 100 loss uh, to the 76ers, uh, which was... Uh, led by the newly acquired Wilt Chamberlain, wait, Wilt Chamberlain and that was uh, on this day in history in 1965 so I don't know if you know, knew those two things Christian or not but there's a little bit of uh, history for you you learn something every day that's interesting all 14 shots huh wow <laughs> I mean Bill Russell I mean he was known to just you know post out and stay posted there and under low and make a lot of shots there but he was also known as, a, as one of the greatest defenders of all time yeah, I mean, he goes down as a great, so I mean, I guess he can afford to miss 14. You can have one bad night, right? Yeah, you can have a bad night. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Christian, thanks again. This is Sports More Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Sports More POD. We are also on Facebook. Uh, just search for Sports More Podcast. I will be uh, sharing uh, Christian's latest uh, write-up on the Facebook page. Uh, I'll probably put the link on Twitter as well. And again, don't forget to hit that uh, subscribe button on Spotify. Christian, anything uh, left for the listeners? No, I think you plugged. I, I appreciate you plugging everything in. And Sports More Podcast. I'm a, I'm an avid listener. I listen to everything. And I, I love these podcasts. So. <laughs> to it thanks man i really appreciate that christian we'll talk to you again soon okay brother appreciate it thank you man yes sir have a great one. we'll talk to all the, the listeners soon bye-bye